Hey friends, and welcome back to the Eagle Community Church of Christ podcast. This is John Gunter. I'm the preaching minister there at the church. Uh, We have come to the end of Revelation, Revelation 21 and 22 today. Now, you'll notice last week was not recorded. We were actually at the park and did not record that. So uh, you'll you'll miss, I guess it's 20 and 21, uh, but uh, we'll we'll recap just a little bit of that in this sermon. So uh, again, I I hope and pray that this has been a a beneficial series to you. We end today with the New Jerusalem and what that looks like and what God shows John in these, these visions of tree of life and this river flowing and all of the the grandness of the new jerusalem so hope you enjoy it hope you have a great week we'll see you soon we end with all the crazy imagery uh that we have have, i guess going through for weeks and weeks and weeks right uh what are we at about 11 weeks 12 weeks uh so uh, thank you for hanging in uh, with this series. It's been, again, a lot of you have been very encouraging because you really hadn't studied Revelation before. And so what I, I hope and pray that you've gotten is that Revelation doesn't have to be that scary. And what really uh, the big theme that, that God is trying to show John is, is really not specifics all the time, very literal specifics, but uh, feelings about, okay, this is what happens. This is kind of uh, how things happen, not, again, not trying to figure out dates and times and, and all of these things. And so uh, I hope that uh, after this, you can go back into Revelation. And maybe you want to look at the, the beast with all the eyes on the wings and all that. I don't know. Uh, but just to come back to it and see, again, this very simple message that there is a battle. God wins, and we need to pick a side, right? And so hopefully that's what we do. Today we... Uh, uh, we finish. I'm going to go back just a few verses, uh, some that we read last week, uh, but we're going to uh, pick up in Revelation 21, uh, verse 9, and read all the way through the end of the book. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God, and its brilliance was like that of a very precious jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates and with 12 angels at the gates. On the gates were written the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three on the north, three on the south, and three on the west. The wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city, its gates, and its walls. The city was laid out like a square as long as it was wide. He measured the city with the rod and found it to be 12,000 stadia in length and as wide and high as it is long. The angel measured the wall using human measurement, and it was 144 cubits thick. The wall was made of jasper and the city of pure gold as pure as glass. The foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth ruby, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth turquoise, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls each gate made of a single pearl. 
The great, city, uh, the great street of the city was of gold, as pure and as transparent as glass. I did not see a temple in the city, because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it. Nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, uh, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there, there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever." The angel said to me, these words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in this scroll. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your fellow prophets and with all who keep the words of the scroll. Worship God. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this scroll because the time is near. Let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes and that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who wishes to take the free gift of the water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this scroll, if anyone adds anything to them, God will add to that person the plagues described in this scroll. And if anyone takes words away from the scroll of prophecy, God will take away from that person any share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this scroll. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. And with that, we are done with the book of Revelation. Uh, it, is a, it is a great thing, I think, that we have read through the entire book. So uh, we have all done this together, and I, I, love, I love doing things like that.
So if you have been here throughout the weeks, that's what you have seen. But in the reading today, isn't it interesting to see kind of this, uh, as we talked last week, new heavens and new earth, described as this new Jerusalem coming down where, uh, again, God is going to dwell with us. And in this new Jerusalem, I don't know what your, your picture of heaven is. I'd, I'd actually love to know what your picture of heaven is. Like if we could just raise our hands and talk for a minute. But isn't it interesting the way it is described here? And so you, you've got these big walls and you've got all of these precious stones on there. I don't know how many of you are, are thinking, you know, when I get to heaven, I hope there's some diamonds around. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, but John, the, the vision he gets is really this, uh, this massive city uh, where, you know, no expenses spared type of thing. It's kind of beyond our imagination where even the very streets are of gold as pure as, what does it say, he kept saying, like, as pure as glass or, or crystal. You know, everything's just, just perfect. And, and so what you get is, is a couple of uh, dimensions in here. And again, we're not, we're not going to this and saying, this must be literal. I don't think so. Uh, the NLT, I was talking to Alan earlier before uh, church, he said, you know, the NLT translates this in the verse, which I think they all should. Uh, but it says, remember, the, the city's laid out in the square. It says, as, you know, as long as it is wide and as tall as well. And so 12,000 stadia is, it might say 1,400 miles, but 1,363 miles for those of you, of you who are very literal. Okay, so here to Los Angeles type of distance. And so what God reveals to John there is, is how massive this city is. And so can you imagine standing out where you're, you're sitting out at, uh, right by the wall of that city just trying to look. And it, it's just massive. I mean, you look up, and it's as tall as this as well. How impressed are you? Yeah, me too. Uh, it gives this other thing where it's 144 cubits thick. Now, a wall that is 216 feet thick what, what does that bring about in your mind? To me, it brings about like this feeling of protection. Like we're going to live in a city that is surrounded by, it has 12 foundations. I'm not sure exactly what that looks like. Bo, yeah, that might be the question. I should have called you this week and said, what does it look like to have 12 foundations? But you have 12 foundations, you have this massive wall, this huge city, and it, you feel like, now this is a place of protection. Now, I believe it is. We'll talk more about that in, in just a few minutes. But did you notice what happens with the gates of the city? They never close. And so you have this massive uh, wall, this feeling of protection, and you have gates that are always open because there is no need for any protection from the outside because no one else is there. No one else is there to harm you, to make you uh, suffer, anything like that. And so it's interesting that, that John sees this in this, uh, in this vision. He also sees a couple of things. He sees this river of life that, that comes from the Father and uh, comes from the Lamb, and also this tree of life. And it said, and what the sense of it is, is that God provides fully for all that you need, right? That if you need a drink, there is the river of life for you to drink. If you need something to eat, there are trees. And, and notice that it said that the tree has its fruit every month of the year. You're not looking at a tree going, man, I can't wait till the spring. Or I can't wait till the summer when I get the fruit. But every month, 
This tree gives you food. And so everything is taken care of. Now, just as much as I'd love to know what your uh, idea of heaven is, I would really want to know what you would like this tree to be putting off as fruit. I don't know that this is literal fruit. I, I doubt it. If it is, which one would you want? I don't know. Uh, but I'm thinking, you know, if a tree can just sprout anything, you know, maybe a little deer steak, uh, a good cheeseburger's good. My wife, I don't think it'd be heaven for, for Katie unless there was some uh, pepperoni pizza or something. She, uh, she's basically a Ninja Turtle. Uh, she, she loves some pizza. But again, the, the thought is, is that we're not trying to figure out, okay, what does this look like? How does, well, I, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm a nutritionist, and I, I know that for, if you just eat fruit, you're going to get a disease. No, that's not what this is. This is God showing John that I have provided a place for you. Remember what Jesus told his disciples, I'm going away, and I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And that's what God is doing is taking care of everything that you have. Also, one of the things that is said here is that there is no need for the sun or the moon or anything like that because God, the glory of God, uh, is, is, provides a light. It also says the, the, the lamb is a, like a lamp. And, and so every single thing in this new Jerusalem is provided for you. What would it feel like? I'm not talking to you kids right now. Because as you get older, you think, you know, when you're a kid, you think, man, I can't wait to get older. And then when you get older, you think, my goodness, I had it good as a kid, didn't I? And so adults, older people, what would it feel like right now to take away all the burdens that are put on you? To be able to say everything is taken care of. God is blessing me right now with all my food with all the water, with all the light, with all the, you don't have to pay an electricity bill. Now, if you've uh, re-upped with your energy company lately, you, you understand how big a deal that is, right? But God provides everything. What does that feel? You just need to sit here and think about that for just a minute. Because some of us have, have, have just really put in so much energy in our lives into going and trying to take care of our family, which is a good thing to do. But God is saying, you know what? I'm going to do that exact same thing for you. And it's a free gift. You catch that? It is a free gift that you can accept and have this idea where I can go and I can live with my father uh, who is in heaven. We uh, used to sing a song a, a 